Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 20 of the Outside Scoop podcast. Dustin Stortzum joined alongside the 2019 Expedition League General Manager of the Year and future Expedition League Hall of Famer, Jackson Bruce. He's also a Pure Trapper's first base coach. Now, add that to the title. Yeah. And we didn't Jack, win. We didn't win. <laughs> what? Uh, you didn't win. So you're like 0 1 now. I'm 0 a... 1 as a base coach. Yes. Yeah. You're just. It's it's tough scene for you over there, Jackson. It was tough. Not a single not a single extra base hit. I couldn't I didn't get to um send anybody to second base or anything like that. And then what was even worse about it was uh a guy just decided cuz you get the green light. We it's summer ball. You don't really have a lot of signs. And my guy was stealing on first and the pitcher didn't even move and he tried to outtime the pitcher. You know how guys do that? And he just took off just dead oh, in the no. water. Oh upsetting. no. It was upsetting. So then my dad got on the mic because it was the Allied Plumbing and Heating deal. And he goes, I sure hope my son didn't send him. I was like looking at him like, that wasn't me. That wasn't. Now now you're looking at like you're the bad guy now, Jackson. Yeah, I, I felt like I had to hold a press conference, but nobody cared enough. So I just nobody let it cared go. Enough. So uh, kind of, a, kind of a, a rough opening weekend for the trap. Yeah. Um, they won the, the opening night game and then kind of blew away game two and – what just didn't play well the last two games, right? I mean, yeah, uh, the last two games they just didn't they, the the, bat, the bats didn't just get going. It just was not good. The offense was flat. But then last night they went down to Northern Iowa and uh, beat them eleven to one. So uh, bats came up in a big way on the road. So we'll hopefully uh, hopefully that'll turn into some results. Yeah, sure hope so. Um, best of luck to the Travers. Um, I hope I can get back up there for a game before the season uh, is over. But we got to get into the podcast, Jackson. Episode number 20. We have some big news, though, before we get started um, this afternoon. We are proud and happy to announce that we are now sponsored by the Dollar Shave Club and uh, Harry's Men Grooming. Um, that It's awesome, dude. Yeah awesome it's about time I somebody got right, didn't it. i or, or did i say it wrong harry's male grooming you got dollar shave club i think you're fine and i'm excited right, yeah yeah so we're happy to have both of them on board they reached out to us uh well like the middle of may yeah and um they, they were interested in coming on board and so we're gonna have some discount codes for you guys we're gonna have some different deals with them uh, so make sure you stay tuned we're gonna be talking more about them uh, in future episodes, but we are so happy to have the Dollar Shave Club on board with us right here on the Outside Scoop podcast. And uh, if you want to join the Outside Scoop, Jackson, how can they get a hold of you and uh, get get something set up? Yeah, want to want to get your brand integrated with ours? Give me a call six zero five two two four eight six eight six, or shoot me an email Jackson Bruce at Dakota Radio Group dot com. We love that. We love that. Let's get in the podcast. So we got big news today first the first of our uh subjects for buzzword johnny depp and amber heard we haven't talked about it a whole lot we talked about the poop in the bed but it's finally happened we finally have a verdict in the seven person civil jury of five men and two women have found in favor of johnny depp in the high profile court case against amber heard they found that he was in the right on all three counts brought by Depp's legal team, awarding him $15 million in compensation. Heard's countersuit was successful on one count, and she was awarded $2 million. I want to get your buzzword for the results of this case. Let's go! Let's go! I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> I, I'm so happy for Johnny Depp. I despise Amber Heard, Jackson Bruce. I despise this woman. She has defamed this man on all counts of the Washington Post, the Daily Mail, you name it. His name got slandered, got brought through the mud, and here he is standing on the other side with, well, he's going to come out with about $13 million from this, Jackson. So happy for him, um, and uh, it's a big dub. I love it. What about you? You know what? And for me, I don't really care about celebrity news. But the way this happened had me rubbed the wrong way. She was just trying to ruin Johnny Depp's career, man. Brutal. Brutal. Ruining his career. This man didn't do however many Pirates of the Caribbean movies for her to start slandering him. And uh, you know what? 
and it's unfortunate because you know they're two toxic people. We got to get that out of the way. It's not like Johnny Depp is just like <laughs> innocent of anything, but at the same time, he was not the monster that she showed that he she tried to show he was. And so for me, I'd say he should feel vindicated. Okay. Uh, I I really I really am happy for him because being accused of the things that he was accused of by her that's very serious. That's very serious stuff, and for him to come out on top like this and show that he himself was not the monster that Amber Heard tried to show that he was, that's huge. He gets 15 milli for it, minus the 2 milli that he owes her, so 13 milli. That's a big dub. That is a huge dub for Johnny Depp. I hope he, if, if acting is truly what he keeps wanting to do, he should be able to get back in and do it. And Listen, I, dude. And I don't know if you've like seen pictures of his lawyer, but she is uh, she's a smoke smoke show, dude. Smoke, huh? Nice. She's a smoke show. This is the tale of Captain (laughs) Jack Sparrow. Oh, hit it with a one time, (laughs) Jackson Bruce. I I am a big Lonely Island fan, and I figured that that song was appropriate for this moment. This has been the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow in the courtroom. And he comes out on top, just like he comes out on top in Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if that's true. I've never seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but uh, I might get roasted for that, whatever. But I, I, I'm so happy for Mr. Depp. And, uh, you know, I, Amber Heard should get absolutely axed from Aquaman 2. Axed. Axed. We'll be seeing ya. So we be seeing ya. <laughs> L plus ratio plus Johnny Depp is better. Plus Bozo. Plus, would rather see Deadpool. Ooh. <laughs> or right. any other DC right. movie, big Batman guy. All right, all right. I'm with you. Anyway, we'll move on to our next buzzword uh, topic, and this one's a sports topic. We got John Madden, who, as we know, John Madden, broadcasting and coaching legend, born in Austin, Minnesota, my old stomping grounds, home of spam. John Madden passed away earlier this year, and he has been um, given – the cover of Madden 23 this year after he passed away on December 28th. This will be the first time he's ever been on the cover since 2000, since Madden 2000. I want your buzzword for this, um, for this, uh, how do you, this dedication that the Madden franchise has given to their namesake. Very heartfelt. And you know what, Jackson, um, Madden, they owe us a good football game. They do. They owe us a good football game because um, Madden football has been terrible for like the last 10 years. Since Peyton so, Hillis was on the cover, it stinks. Yeah, right. So now that we have John Madden actually on the cover and, you know, we're paying a tribute to him, this game needs to be good. But it it's does. heartfelt to me. I love it. John Madden deserves it. Um, you know, we're very thankful for Madden football, even though the game's kind of trash football is one of the greatest sports on the face of the earth. And, um, you know, to, to pay tribute to John Madden. I love it. I think it's a fantastic idea. Everyone saw it coming and the cover looks great, by the way. I love the cover. It does. It's a retro Madden. It's a retro. It's a young John. It, it It is. It is. And I love it. And I hope we go back to the old Madden ways now because of this. I agree. I think it, I think it's iconic. I think they have the chance to make this the best Madden game ever. Uh, I think that, you know, because it's been lacking in any creativity. You know, NBA 2K right. does a really good job of keeping it spicy. Uh, the show has done a good job as well on the MLB side. Madden needs to freshen it up. And I remember when EA Sports was like the king of sports games, when you had MVP Baseball and NBA Live, and now you have, then you always have Madden. Now Madden's really the only thing that you, well, besides FIFA, FIFA's big. But Madden, yeah, Madden needs to uh, get it rocking and kind of liven it up, and this is their chance. This is their chance. Now, this isn't buzzword topic, a little off topic, but who is your favorite cover athlete when it comes to Madden? Oh, God, my favorite cover athlete, Mike Vick. You 2004 Madden was awesome. Yeah, it was. Madden 2004 was the first Madden I ever owned. On and the PS2? Yeah, the PS2. Yeah, I I had it for PlayStation One. It was one of the last PlayStation One games. Or was it the PlayStation One? I, I'm oh, there was sure. the PS2 was out, but I was just behind. And uh, right, okay. But I remember, dude, I was playing, and uh, 
I had uh, I was always the Raiders because I wanted to play Rich Gannon and I'd be airing it out to Jerry Rice, Tim Brown, and Jerry Porter. It was amazing. So this is like this is not um, Madden, but it is football. When I was a little kid, we had like the Nintendo. And I didn't realize, you know, I, I was too young to like know players and everything. I just played the game. And uh, my cousin would always verse me and he would always play as the Raiders. And I could never tackle this one guy on the Raiders. You know who that one guy is? Who? Bo Jackson. Oh, Bo Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> literally, if you play Tech Mobile on the Nintendo, you can't tackle Bo Jackson. He's literally unstoppable. You just can't tackle the guy. And oh, so my cousin would like always use the Raiders. He was like four or five years older than me. And uh, he would just dominate me in Tech Mobile football. And so so if anyone out there, you know, who's listening to us, you or used to play on the Nintendo, you know what I'm talking about. But I got played so hard because I had no clue what was going on. All I know is this one singular player is running around the football field and I can't tackle him. But well, uh, yeah, no, I, I loved 04 Madden football. I still remember it. And, uh, you know, Mike, Michael Vick gets a lot of, of uh, gets a lot of flack and he deserves it. Let's he does, yeah. wrong. The guy deserves it. But um, he was a tremendous football player in his prime. That guy was phenomenal. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, the Tech Mobile thing's actually funny because they have a Family Guy bit about it. Uh huh. And they're like playing, and Peter always picks Bo Jackson. He always picks the Raiders because they get Bo Jackson. He's always just it, running upon him. It's a cheat code, dude. It's seriously a cheat code. And then they play in like uh, a basketball game. I can't remember what it was, and he's always shooting the corner three. <laughs> corner three. Corner three. But my my favorite Madden uh, cover athlete. You know where I'm going with this. Have to know where I'm going with this. Say it. Madden 09, baby. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. By the way, one of the one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. Dude, this is the best part. Is like that's the last time they like did a tribute to somebody. I think they might have done a tribute to like maybe Peyton Manning. I can't remember. I'm not brushed up on my Madden in the recent years. But they like did it. They're like, as a tribute to Brett Favre retiring, we're gonna put a put him on the cover. And he was in his Packer uniform, and then he came out of retirement to play for the Jets. Last time that Brett Favre had anything good happen to him. Now, he, now he's on Tucker Carlson. Now he's on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> How the turntables. <laughs> How the turntables. Are you ready for the next piece of heartbreaking news and buzzword? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, people. If you're going to Vegas looking to get married, you better you better not feel like you're going to uh, have any burning love. Because, sorry, but the estate of Elvis Presley, Authentic Brands Group, has now decided that they have sent, well, they've decided that Vegas can no longer use Elvis's likeness to help people in the process of people getting married in Vegas. They have sent a cease and desist letter, and uh, now they're not licensed to use Elvis's likeness in any of their wedding chapels. One of the most iconic and honestly hilarious things about Vegas is the fact you can have Elvis themed weddings and it's a very common thing. I don't know why it became a common thing, but now there's been a cease and desist letter from authentic brands group, which says that you, um, all use of it is unauthorized use of Presley's name, likeness, voice image, and other elements. Give me your buzzword for this one. Thank you. Thank you very much. They're like, thanks for coming out. You had your fun. And uh, now it's time to take that fun away. We'll be seeing um, you. By the way, my sister, which, uh, bless her heart, she's always wanted to have a Vegas wedding. She just wants a quick little in and out, you know, $100 wedding. Uh, you know, Elvis Presley is the officiator and, or officiant, and uh, she just wants to get out of there. She doesn't want a big wedding. She doesn't want, a, you know, anything traditional. She just wants to go to Vegas, get married, and come home. That's it. And uh, to hear that Elvis Presley is no longer available, she might have to go to her you know favorite female marilyn monroe and have her be the officiant because uh, uh and elvis presley off the board now but uh you know what jackson i think that you and jess should go to vegas and and have another wedding no no and we'll one, have one was enough we'll have ben roethlisberger be the officiant bro why if I wanted, dude, the only the only fat washed up guy I wanted doing this was Elvis. 
I thought you were going to say Tyler. <laughs> Fat washed up guy Elvis. I didn't need Big Ben. My buzzword is heartbreak hotel. Okay. It's sad. This is like iconic Vegas, you know. I've never been, but I, I everything you see, it's iconic. With uh, You see it on TV. You see it in the movies. They have a little shotgun wedding. They go to a wedding chapel, and it's Elvis is, uh, get, is marrying these two people. So that's done, at least for now. So it's Heartbreak Hotel for the people who may have wanted it. My grandma, by the way, RIP, she was a great woman, Shirley. Shirley's Diner in Winter, check it out. That's the restaurant my grandma started. She was a huge Elvis fan, my man. Huge Elvis fan. She had Elvis everything. Every year I got her an Elvis calendar for Christmas. She was just wild about Elvis. And also, little known fact, Elvis's last nationally televised concert happened at the Rapid City Civic Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. Yes. Huh. Yes. But Interesting. Not to worry, though, Dustin. Um, if you're wondering, any Elvis-themed stage productions are still in the clear because live performances with impersonators are protected under Nevada's right of public of publicity law. So you can still get your Elvis impersonations, just not when you're getting married. Okay. All right. I mean, it's still not the same. You know, I mean, if I'm going to if I'm going to Vegas to get married, I need Elvis in my wedding. I mean, that's just the thing there. Yes, that's so, true. That's true. What if you go by like a different name? Could you dress like Elvis and go and not call yourself Elvis? You probably could. But you it's know, his likeness, too. Elvis it's his likeness, too. I think they got this one kind of covered. Right. Could, could you could you go as, like, Craig or something? Craig Presley? <laughs> <laughs> could we go as Jackson Bruce and dress <laughs> like Elvis? <laughs> no, how it works, that. Dude. I don't know how it works. <laughs> You're ready for our next topic. This might be the nastiest topic we've ever talked about Ooh. on the scoop. We've talked about some nasty stuff. We talked about Amber Heard pooping in uh, Johnny Depp's bed. We've talked about an Arby's worker peeing in cake mix. I mean, not cake mix, a uh, shake mix. Ooh, cake mix. Cake mix. Hey, yo. But here, we, here's, here might be the craziest one. And I'm not familiar with this lady. I've never really watched this show. Stephanie Matto. Matto? Stephanie Matto. She starred on the show 90 Day Fiance, which I've heard of, but I've never watched. Uh, Apparently, people get to know each other for 90 days, and they have to get married. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that show's actually wild. Okay. Isn't it on uh, TLC? Yes, it is on TLC. Yeah, of course it's on TLC. (laughs) Dude, TLC... Ever since Johnny Kate plus eight, they've just been wilding. They've been wilding over there. I don't know some of the stuff they come up with over there, but man. Dr. Pimple Popper is awesome. I dig that. Anyway, so Stephanie Mato has a new business adventure. She has been selling jars of her boob sweat online. But unfortunately, her, um, her her boob sweat, which has been selling like hotcakes, by the way, from between $300 and $500 a jar. She says she's averaging five k a week, but had to come to a halt. Production had to come to a halt because apparently there's a production process to this. But a black bear has made its presence known in her yard. Apparently, what she does is she sits out in the sun all day and sweats. And I mean, that's the life, though, Jackson. But now that she has a black bear in her yard, she can't do it. Uh-oh. Get the space heaters out, baby. Well, now she says she's not sweating it, according to TMZ. What a way to put it. Uh, but it, she is actually going to think about investing in a sauna now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So apparently when you're on 90 oh, I mean, Day Fiance, you can we, just... Is she live streaming this? <laughs> I don't know. How do we know it's her boob sweat? Because if I'm paying big money, it better be her boob sweat. I don't want no like armpit sweat or, you know, sweat off the forehead. I need that boob sweat. Okay. All right. I see you where you're coming from. Like I don't want I don't want the fake the fake stuff. Yeah, I don't I, I don't want the, the I don't want the pit sweat. I want the breast sweat. Right. If I right. if I'm like that. I this is just too weird to me. Um, but oh, anyway, I, think I just got a knock on my door. I think my package just got delivered. <laughs> so what gets even better though, and I, once we'll get your buzzword for the boob sweat. But uh, she acts. This isn't the first time she's been cashing in on her bodily functions, Dustin. 
The first time around, she made over $100,000 selling her farts in jars. And while it sounds like easy money, Stephanie told us, TMZ, not us, because we have not talked to this lady. She ate way too many fiber bars and it nearly sent her to the emergency room. (laughs) Dude. So she's farting in jars. She's sweating in jars. What's your buzzword for, uh, for the boob sweat? A lot of people hate this word. I'm going to say moist. It is moist. It's more than moist, my man. No, dude, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, what? I, dude, I might start gagging. I'm one of those guys. If I think about something, I might start gagging. But what, like, what are people's intention of like, what do they plan on doing with this boob sweat? <laughs> Well, it's you the know same what I'm saying? Like, how much boob sweat am I getting? What is That's it? Be- Belle Delphine? Is that how you say her name? What now? The the gamer girl, Belle Delphine. Is that how you say I her have name? No idea. The she's the gamer girl who sells her bath water. Oh, this is the same one. No, no, but it's the same concept. Oh, right, right, right. Who buys that stuff? Dude, I don't know. I mean, at least Simps. That, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I need to know how much boob sweat I'm getting too. Um, if you look at the article, I'm looking at it. Uh, it kind of just looks like a vial. It's okay. not like they say jar, but jar's really loose. Right. You're right, getting right. like, you know, a vial of what looks like what you have a vial of blood and it's like a third full. So, I mean, she, she's still putting work in though. Cause that's got a, that's a lot of boob sweat. It's a lot Which of sweat. I don't know me... how you, I don't know how you jar that up. That I, I see. I'm with you. That's where like or she's using other parts of her body sweat as as well you know what i'm saying so like we're getting some forehead sweat we're getting some armpit sweat and that's not what i'm looking for right people Um, want the sweat from her breasts right i if i'm paying that much money i better be getting some breast sweat that's all i'm gonna say i'm not paying that much money for sweat no no never dude what's yours it's slippery oh we can get a little slippy with it slick you know It sounds like a business model that is, uh, if I was famous enough and (laughs) I could get money for my sweat, (laughs) I'd probably do the same thing. There's such such weird people out here. Everybody that I, um, if I had a buzzword for the people that I think are buying this stuff, it would be crusty. These are crusty dudes. These are crusty dudes buying it. Like... You just imagine some guy in his in his house, and it just reeks. Some some lonely guy. Some lonely guy looking for the sweat off the breast of a lady from Ninety Day Fiance. That's so. How hot. sad can your life be? Is it sad or is it you know is it smart? It's not. Maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Dude, these aren't NFTs. These aren't investments. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't something. This isn't gonna appreciate over time. I don't know. It's just weird. It is weird. But it's like becoming an industry. I'm trying to look at it from you know. You, sometimes you gotta put your your feet in their shoes for a second. We're good you know, at that. Put their shoes on. Walk a mile in their shoes, Jackson. Before you start judging, dude. If I get into that into those shoes, I might not come out of them. You might not. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to take a, a walk in a mile in this guy's shoes. He probably hasn't walked a mile in. 20 years. <laughs> I don't I like can't. this. I'm done with this topic. Okay, we got to we got to get away from this topic, dude. Let's let's move on to WWID since we don't have a guest today. We do not. We're going to get a guest soon. Um there's kind of like a little miscommunication with my buddy Sam. It was kind of my fault too, honestly. I had I've had quite a bit going on. We've been uh, I've been filling in as a as a coach for our team back home and um we've just been playing like every day and uh it's it's been it's been a long journey so far with those boys three and three on the year shout out to them um but yeah let's get into wwyd right now our first subject is uh kind of a crazy one jackson uh this person found a well quote-unquote live grenade from world war one on a beach Ooh. now uh that can be pretty scary. You know, you touch it, that thing could go off. The whole beach is all of a sudden, you know, it's just it's just a massacre. You don't know who's alive, who's not when that when that grenade goes off. But luckily, the military was able to come in. They were able to scoop it up. And, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, 
it was a happy ending story to this. But Jackson, I want to ask you if you found a World War One grenade on the ground on the beach, you're out there soaking it up on the South Dakota beaches. All of a sudden, a World War One grenade pops up on the sand. What are you doing with that grenade? Well, the right thing to say and the less entertaining thing to say would be I'd call the bomb squad. <laughs> Obviously. You're calling the bomb squad. I call the bomb squad. But you know what I'm going to do with this thing? I'm going to take care of it like a mama bird takes care of the egg. I'm going to make sure nothing touches it. I'm going to take it home and I'm going to save it for the 4th of July, baby. Mm. I'm throwing that puppy in the air. And, <laughs> and you know what? We're ducking and covering, baby. You hear all these stories about our parents and stuff. They're like, yeah, we used to we used to shoot Roman candles and bottle rockets at each other. We were so cool back in the day. You guys don't know Fourth of July. I'm like, you don't know Fourth of July, old man. You don't know it. Here comes a grenade. And Here then PTSD, grandpa. And then I play Bruno Mars while I throw it. I'd be like, catch this grenade for me. You invite all the Vietnam veterans. No, I do not. We do not do that. We do not do that. Just inviting my dad and all his friends. We were like, yeah, we used to shoot bottle rockets. No, you didn't. And if you did, this is, you got nothing on me this year. Bang. Bang. Windows getting blown out. Like when Steph Curry hits a three. Bang. Probably get arrested. But you know what? You don't know till you try. So... I'm taking the grenade to 4th of July, and I want to see how tough my dad is. Oh, Andy. Shout out Andy, by the way. Shout out he Andy. He's Biggest so Trapper fan in the world. Huge Trapper fan. Also, a huge Will Middlebrooks fan. At one point in uh, 2013, he told me Will Middlebrooks would be one of the best Red Sox to ever play a game. Oh, wow. And since then, Will Middlebrooks has been retired for about seven years. <laughs> and the guy that I said was going to be better than him, Jackie Bradley Jr., is still playing. So, anyway. Well, in quotations. He's playing. He doesn't play very well, but oh. he does play. He's one of the best outfielders in baseball. Oh, are we still going on about this? He's one of the best outfielders in baseball. Grow up. You grow up and figure it out. Figure so it out. So, what I'm doing with this grenade, listen, I sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm two or three steps ahead of the game. Other times... I'm pretty spontaneous, and if I found a if I found a grenade on the beach, one I would think it's fake, like a toy grenade, even though it you know uh, certainly it's gonna look real. Two, I'm taking that grenade, I'm picking it up, don't even care, I don't care about the consequences, and I'm chucking it in the water. Oh, that'd be cool. You might get yeah, a- just to watch it go poof, like explode. Do you ever do that with fireworks? Like you light them and you throw them in the water and then they poof. No, I've never you done. Try that. that sometime. Never done that. But like the little, the little fireworks, like the black cats. Yeah, like firecrackers. Like, like the ones that you throw at your buddies for fun. <laughs> yeah, you throw, <laughs> I throw firecrackers at my buddies for fun. I do that. No, I'm no. serious. Me and my buddies, uh, we we like those black cats. We just throw them at each other. Dustin, it's a lot of fun. We we really enjoy, uh, you know, losing hearing and stuff like that. Dustin, and losing an eye. But um, snakes, no, I take a grenade, I throw and- it in the water, and. Uh, See how big of a splash it makes. How big of a splash do you think a World War One grenade would make? I don't know, because snakes and sparklers are all I like. You're so boring. Dude, you don't even you don't this man doesn't watch movies. Everybody roasts him. Oh, I don't even know what that means. Everybody what that roasts him. Is that supposed to be because, funny? Yes. Alright. You've never seen Joe it. Dirt? I was like eight they uh joe dirt goes to this guy's fireworks stand and he's like why don't you he's like naming off all these fireworks that he doesn't sell because he only sells snakes and sparklers and he says snakes and sparklers are all i like it's a it's actually a really good marketing lesson don't just sell what you like anyway snakes and sparklers you're gonna get roasted for not knowing that one whatever figure it out let's move on we gotta move on I'm tired of you already. I want this podcast to be done with. Uh, our next story um, comes from the rap game. Ooh, I love rap. So the game uh, said that 50 Cent paid him $1 million to stop, to stop saying G-Unit. $1 million just to stop saying a phrase. Listen, Jackson, we've got a friend who comes up with all these different phrases. Well, I shouldn't say all these different phrases, like four. He doesn't come he up with them. He just them. says them. He just repeats them over and over and over again. 
Um, my question for you is what's a phrase that you say way too much? I've got a few, but first of all, I just want to say that the game got hosed on that one. Cause, uh, it's not saying G unit for a million dollars and 50 cent made a career out of G unit. He made G unit like his brand along with bulletproof. But, uh, what is a what is a phrase that I say far too often? I mean, I say words far too often. Uh, oh, I, I like to say figure it out. I've already you said figure it out to you like three times on the podcast. Figure it out. Just does not like that phrase. No? No. <laughs> figure it out. Or I like to call people clowns a lot. It's another one. I, see, I use that phrase a lot too. I like, I, say, I use the word clown show a lot clown show i say fraud a lot you are a big fraud guy <laughs> big fraud guy well so i'd probably say clown show because i okay i use that a lot when i talk about government like people are like well, oh yeah jackson so like what do you think of how this is being done in washington I'm like don't matter washington's a clown show you know Frauds. or then I, they're like hey jackson what do you think uh the new york yankees farm system i'm like yankees farm system f- clown show that's that's what I think. Hey, Jax, what do you think of the Minnesota Vikings franchise? Whole whole franchise clown show. Clown show, clown show, clown show. All the time. Anything I don't Everyone's like is a clown show. Everyone's going to know what I'm going to say here, right here. It's a bad day to be a Bud Light. Now, I have everyone back home saying that phrase now. You do realize like, it doesn't that, matter that what they're doing. Shortstack was calling me the like he, he he sent me a video the other night. He was eating dinner. I don't remember what he's eating, but just for reference, we'll say nachos, right? And he's like, "It's a bad night to be a nacho." <laughs> you do realize <laughs> so that like, um, every everyone is saying it around here now. I've got everyone hooked on it. Shortstack's wife hates it. By the way, she might leave him again. Again? Um, yeah, she might leave him again. A- I don't know. Again? She left him for Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? I thought that was his first wife. I didn't know that it was the same wife. I didn't know she came back. Oh, yeah. She came back. Oh, okay. She came back. Yo. Um, I'm just, I'm going to burst she your might bubble. Leave him again. I'm going to burst your bubble a little bit and let you know that Bush Light was the original. It's a bad night. It's a bad day to be phrase. A bad night, okay. a bad day to be a Bush Light. They have t shirts with the phrase on it. Mm, L plus ratio. Bud Light's yes. fraudulent. Fraudulent. Okay. What what's the brewery that makes Bud Light? What's it called? Anheuser Busch. Figure it out. Whatever. You're a clown show. Figure it out. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Over in Hong Kong, Jackson, um <laughs> a dad has been charged $3500 because his son got scared of a Teletubby 6-foot tall statue and just absolutely destroyed it. Um, now the father actually paid the money to the company or the business that had this Teletubby statue, but now he's asking for a refund. Ooh. He's asking for a refund because his son smashed a Teletubby statue. That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. You paid it, get it over with. You already give him the $3,500. Why are you asking for it back? Um, there's not really a, a reason behind it in this article that I'm reading, um, but he's demanding the money back for apparently no reason. Um, Jackson, my question to you is, what statue are you destroying? That's a good question. First of all, I want to know which Teletubby it was. That makes <laughs> a difference. Was it Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, or Poe? I don't. I, I need to know. Because you there's like... Know. I, I hate all of them, so I don't. I don't blame them for that. Which uh, one's the yellow one? Lala, Lala. That's the one that was destroyed. Lala. Dude, the things that are stuck in my mind from when I was four years old. Unbelievable. Oh, what? Oh, here we go. I have the reason. Oh, okay. Here he we go. Said that his son was wrongfully accused. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. There's no like camera footage or anything behind this. But uh, after he paid the money, he said his son was wrongfully accused. That just sounds like maybe he's hurting for money a little bit. He's trying to get that money back type of deal. Because you're not going to pay it up front if you think your son was wrongfully accused. Who's buying a Teletubby statue? Yeah, that was a bad idea in itself. But you can't be breaking them, Jackson. You can't be breaking them. 
No, you can't. That is true. Um, if I were to pick a statue that I would break, I would probably break a statue of Victor the Viking. Okay. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings mascot. <laughs> There's no reason for it. I don't need it. We break you don't it. Don't want it up there. You're good. Yeah, it's done. It's done. I don't. I don't need Victor the Viking around. His ringless fingers all over the place. I don't need it. So I, I would smash the statue of Victor the Viking. If it was a cartoon character, this is the thing. I don't really hate cartoon characters very much because I'm just I just love cartoons. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe Mr. Crocker from the Fairly Odd Parents. Okay, that's that guy stinks. All Timmy wants to do is be happy, and that guy's miserable because he lost his fairies. And Timmy's got fairies. Mr. Crocker, get him out of there. We'll be seeing you. We will definitely be seeing you. You know what? I'm going to smash my Greek statue, Jackson. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> come on. That's probably a work of art with your biceps and your and your, and your package. Listen, listen, it's flattered as I am to have my small package on a statue. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want other people seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I gotta get. I'm. I'm taking it down. I'll pay the thirty five hundred to have the statue in my house. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just take. I'll, I'll leave like the the waist up. I'll leave the waist up. <laughs> You're embarrassed the waist down. <laughs> He's embarrassed, people. He's embarrassed. I'm He's embarrassed. Embarrassed to be a Greek god, <laughs> dude. Dude, I, I'd keep my statue not for the front, but for the cake in the back. Baby. Oh, I mean, listen. It, it, <laughs> that you know what now that maybe i'll keep it you know what i'll take a i'll, I'll tear down a statue i'm destroying a statue of tom osborne biggest yeah. fraud huge on the fraud. face of this earth huge fraud scandal after scandal he does not deserve it say it to his face dustin he doesn't deserve it i would go to lincoln and say I, it to his face listen if i ever get the chance to meet tom osborne again i'm going up in his face i'm gonna say again? listen here huh again yeah, I've met Tom You didn't Tom say Osborne it the before. first time? No, this would be like the third. You didn't say it the first two times? I was like in high school, dude. I didn't realize all the scandals he had before. Dude, I met Jim Tressel. The guy's a clown show. I met Jim Tressel when I was an intern for the Mahoning Valley Scrappers because he's the president of Youngstown State now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like Jim Tressel. I don't like Ohio State. And uh, we got to meet him before the game because he was doing an autograph session. It was his bobblehead night. And uh, I was told that I could talk to him. And I said, can I ask him about getting free tattoos? And they told me no. Oh. I, I really wanted to ask him about getting free tattoos. And then the, 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 this is the crazy part, though, is I meet him. And he's like the nicest guy. Really? Yeah. And then so I met him that summer. And I, I've heard that if you're a student on campus at Youngstown State, that he's, uh, he like remembers everyone's name. I was like, that's cool. And so then I got the opportunity to talk to him again when I went to Youngstown State's campus for a junior achievement event. And he saw me and he goes, oh, you're, you're the guy from the Scrappers, right? I was like, yeah, last year. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, Jackson, right? I was like, holy smokes. The guy. You remembered it. This, that guy is an incredible human being. And I, and I never once asked him about tattoos, but also I don't know if Tom Osborne's as nice as Jim Tressel. Um, I I don't listen. My opinion's a little biased, so Jim Tressel is like there. really short too. I was actually ta- I'm actually taller than Jim Tressel, and I'm not a tall guy. Really? Yeah, Jim Tressel's really short. Nice guy though. So you heard it here first. Outside Scoop. Jim Tressel, nice guy. Certified nice, nice guy. Nice guy award from the Outside Scoop podcast. Certified nice guy. I love it. Let's get into our last WWYD, then we'll get a uh, we'll get give short stack a jingle here momentarily. But let's get into our last WWYD. Um, Tommy Pham, Jock Peterson. If you guys have not heard this story yet, uh, if you're a sports fan, you should have by now. But if you're not a sports fan, this might be a funny story for you. So there's such thing as fantasy football leagues and, uh, you know, stuff like that, where basically you pick up players, they give you points, and then you go up against your buddies week to week. And whosoever team is better, you know, you just get a win or a loss or whatever. Well, there was a discrepancy in uh, Tommy Pham jock peterson and mike trout's fantasy football league um that you know 
Jock Peterson put this player on the injured reserve list that was actually, you know, listed as out instead of actually injured. Tommy Pham got upset by this and he held a grudge. So the, the Giants were playing the Reds. I believe, I mean, one of the teams, they were taking batting practice before the game and Jock Peterson is out in the outfield. Tommy Pham comes out there and literally just comes up to Jock Peterson and Will Smith's him in the face. Just a straight up slap to the face of Jock Peterson. Now, Jock being the bigger and better man that we know Jock Peterson is, he did not retaliate. You know, he's like, I don't believe in violence. I decided to back away from the situation. And Tommy Pham ended up getting suspended three games um, from the beloved Cincinnati Reds. And now Tommy Pham is not ending it here. He already slapped Jock Peterson in the face. Now he's calling out the best player in baseball, the GOAT, Mike Trout, for being the worst, the worst um, fantasy football commissioner of all time. He said, this guy is horrible. He's a fraud. He's a clown show. And we'll be seeing you to Mike Trout. But my question, Jackson, to you is what would you do if you were in Jack Peterson's shoes? Um, If I'm in Jack Peterson's shoes and he slaps me, I'm going to do I'm not going to. I'm in his shoes. He's doing everything right to me. He's showing the receipts. He's showing the texts. He's telling everything. But but the moment he slaps me, <laughs> depends on how hard he slaps me. But I, I'm going to sit there and smile, my man. I am going to sit there and smile. Because Tommy Pham is a nut job, from what I understand. That dude's crazy. And if you sit there and smile at him, you may just provoke him even more. So I'll probably sit there and smile. But honestly, I don't. it's hard for me to like critique and, and say something different. Because Jock Peterson is doing it all right. And he's... Uh, he, he's being honest. He's showing the receipts. He's showing the gifts. I love what Jack Peterson's doing, but yeah, I'd probably sit there and smile. I may try to egg him on a little more though. Maybe, maybe make fun of his money. Cause I heard it's for like a thousand bucks. Like you make multi-millions dude, thousand bucks, whatever. Right. He, well, he must be hurting for money because he said he wasn't going to play like team baseball this year. He was just going to play for himself so he could get a contract. Mm-hmm. Tommy fam's wild. I don't really care for the guy. He he's something. Uh and you know, I didn't really pay much attention to Tommy Pham. The only thing I really knew about Tommy Pham was that he got stabbed one time. Yeah. And he's also like pretty much blinded one of his eyes. Right. Legitimately, like almost blind. So yeah, I don't I don't know. What would you what would you do if you're in Jack Peterson's position? Um, I'm getting suspended as well. Okay. All right. But that, that's like that's my manlyhood on the line. That's my manhood right there, Jackson. I feel like if I just take the slap and don't do anything, or I'm going to be that guy that's like, you know, I got a teammate by me and I'm like behind my teammate, like y'all and like, yo, come at me, bro. You know, stuff like that. And people are holding us back. Mm-hmm. At least I, you know, I'd act tough. Yeah. So you got to act tough. Tommy fam though, dude, right. he, he's probably just a monster. You think so? Dude, Not I think big, <laughs> He looks like he can he he can fight though. I did find out he knows like a bunch of martial martial arts and stuff. Like he's a fighter. So so I'm gonna pull the whole like hold me back, bro, type of deal. Then, like like I think there was a teammate around or there was like a few guys around. I think I'd get slapped. Wait a few moments to see who's all around, and if if I got guys around, I'm gonna be you know like act like I'm going at Tommy Fam, and I'm just gonna stand behind my boys and just yell at him. Okay, all right. You know you you got <laughs> you got to like. Act like you're at least going to try to do something. Oh, all over fantasy football. It's incredible. Maybe we should start a fantasy football league. Thousand bucks? Buy it? All right. That's like, yeah, I don't know about a thousand. Don't be stashing guys on IR. <laughs> I'm going to slap you in the studio. Hey, yo. The outside scoop boxing match. That'd be good. It'd be like bum fights. <laughs> Well, let's get short stack on the line here. We'll we'll talk to him a little bit. And uh, then when we come back after that, we're going to go to our goaded topics. We're back to goaded as well. Um, coming up after a short conversation with short stack, we'll be right back here on the outside scoop. Welcome back to the outside scoop podcast. We've got short stack on the line, short stack. How you doing? Where you at? And what are you hauling? Outside scoop peeps. What's up? My people. 
I am in Columbus, Nebraska, Ooh. and I'm I'm hauling some Nebraska gold. That's corn, if y'all don't know. Oh, I like it. Corn. I like it. Hauling corn to the ethanol plant to make some of that high dollar fuel. We got we got listeners in Columbus. We do. do we? So, yeah. So shout out to them. Well, I'll give him a little toot. There, there you go, Columbus. <laughs> there you go. If you want a short stack autograph, he he's around. That car almost went in the ditch next to me. <laughs> <laughs> short stack. How was your weekend? How was your long weekend? <clears throat> it was, it was great. Uh, a lot of baseball this weekend. A lot of a lot of baseball, and it was a bad weekend to be Bud Lights. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> it was a, it was a terrible weekend. I I woke up on the kitchen floor um there was just a a whole lot of a whole lot of things that were going on this weekend you know drinking for, for the wrong and right reasons there you know we were we were drinking drinking all weekend and i had a few with you dustin you did More and, than I, a and few. I believe it was the, I, I think it was the night you slept on your kitchen floor <laughs> it was old, old darren wasn't impressed no, my dad woke me up. He got home from work, and he goes, why are you on the kitchen floor? Get on the couch now. And that's putting it nicely. <laughs> he used Darren words. <laughs> yes, he used Darren words. If you know my dad, you know exactly what he said. <laughs> oh, I think I think there's a lot of people that had a little too much to drink this weekend. We had, we had uh, I would say, a decent weekend of baseball. I mean, we, we, uh, we lost a game. We won a game. Shouldn't have lost the game we lost, but we did. Anyway, so, you know, afterwards, we all gather around and have the the blue tasties. Blue have, some Bud, have some Bud Lights. And Bud Lights. You there, Short Stack? You still there? Uh-oh. Jackson Bruce, I think we might have lost him. I think we might have lost him. I, I hear I hear the semi in the background. Should we give a play-by-play by are, this? Uh, are, you, are you there? Oh, we got oh, him. There, we got there him. he is. Hey. Oh, sorry about that. No, you're good. Sorry about that. You were, you were talking about the blue tasties. Oh, we're having some blue tasties, and we uh, – and uh, – one of the moms, one of the moms might have had a couple bottles, maybe three bottles of vodka. Jeez. And, and uh, we won't name any names this time because we don't want to do that. But Erica, <laughs> again, <laughs> Erica, don't kill me. You're famous on the podcast right now. We need to get her on, I think. I do oh, think we so. Do. We need we need to. <laughs> she she had a few too many cocktails and she didn't make it to the next game the next night. Oh no. She, she didn't feel too good. There might have been a tinkle incident or two. Oh. But oh goodness. But it happens. But it happens. Poor Erica. And then and then another mom who we will call Wait. Oh. What what are we calling her? <laughs> I don't know what part of Columbus he's going through. This is funny. Am I back? Yeah, yeah you're, back, you're now. back. What I I feel like I just go keep going through these time warps. <laughs> no, my headset what? keeps disconnecting from me. What the heck's going on? Anyway, we'll call this other mom. Mama Hams. Mama Hams. Mama Hams. That's what we're going to call her. Only because her son's name is Hams. But we had a home game. And she went to the opposing team's town. Well, that's I'm always not sure a tough why break. that worked out that way. I don't know that's why it worked break. out that way. Always. But, uh, listen, I've done that once or twice. I, I went to Petersburg one time and we had a home game. That's that, yeah. That's that's a jaunt. That 
that happens. That so happens. We we also have a question for you today, Short Stack. Okay, so so the story behind this is um the game, he's a rapper, he said that fifty cent paid him one million dollars to stop saying G unit. So our question our question to you is what phrase do you say too often? Well, you know, I say, you know, way too much. Don't you know? You know. Don't you know? know? And I just I real I just realized that coming on the podcast and listening to myself, you know? You know, sometimes you do say you know too much. I do, you know. You know. And um, also, another one is I know I notice in the in uh, in our huddles and games I say okay a lot. Okay. 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 Yeah. Quit sucking. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You know, you got to make sure they're okay with it. You got to make sure that they know what's going on. You know, it's okay. Do you ever uh, do you ever just get in the huddle and go look at one of your players and go, you know, your mom's hot, okay? I, I oh, have done yeah. that. <laughs> We're doing a lot of mom judgment in the dugouts. Trust us. I don't know. You could catch it. You could catch it on the Twitter. I tagged the outside scoop in it. But our uh, our pregame before we take infield at home, we we play the country road song and the entire the entire huddle swaying back and forward singing country road and it looks like we're having a great speech in there but we're just singing we're just singing i like that that's good that's us keep it loose but you know what but you know what it it, it does you're right it keeps them loose they get out there they're having fun to start off the right out the bat right out the gate and we're gonna get out there and kick some rear end you know you know okay okay <laughs> All right. Well, Shortstock and I are uh, we're heading to a game tonight together, so that that'll be interesting. Maybe we should just record our whole trip down there. It's like an hour and thirty minutes. But uh, Shortstock, I'll see see you soon. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you back on Wednesday. All right. Hey, you guys have a good day. You too. Good you luck know? tonight. Okay. Welcome back to the Outside Scoop, Dustin. Another great chat with Shortstock, even though he's going through time warps. He was he was going through it today, Jackson. He he was going through it today, but you know what? Every day you go through it is another great day. That's yep. on the other side. Aaron Rodgers knows that best, especially in the playoffs. Oh, jeez. Get a grip on yourself. Figure it out. It's time for goaded. Speaking of goats, um we have three goaded topics today. First one for Dustin. This one's going to be hard for you cuz you don't really watch them, but what is your goat movie? Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot I love Rod, Hot Rod as much as the next person, but you're going to get roasted for that take. Why am I getting roasted for that take? That movie was fantastic, dude. dude. That, it's been critically so... panned. It's been critically panned. I love the movie, though. I love Hot Rod. It's great. <laughs> that, I can watch that movie a hundred times over and still laugh every single time I watch it. Uh, movie is incredible. The storyline is great. Um, my, one of my favorite scenes is when Andy Samberg like falls down the hill and it, he just keeps falling. I swear to God, every time I just laugh, uh, so hard at that, that I just fall out of my chair. Um, whiskey, um, what's it? Oh, what's his name? Beating the old man with the, with the, uh, construction cone. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many great scenes in that movie. I, I just, that's like my go-to if I'm having a date with a girl, you know? or I got some boys over. That's that's like my go-to movie. I always throw Hot Rod on, and uh, I always get a great laugh. Uh, one of my favorite parts is when they like pump each other up. Gods of war, may your hammer be mighty. I love that movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> so good. It is a good movie. My goaded movie is The Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank Redemption is just a fantastic movie. It, uh, Andy Dufresne has, uh, he, he goes to prison. He has maintained his innocence. And then Morgan Freeman's his friend red. And, uh, they go through uh prison together and there's a lot of lessons you can learn. 
And throughout the movie, uh, Andy is plotting his escape, and you don't really know it until he escapes and he goes to Mexico. Such a great movie. In fact, it is the number one movie, according to internetmoviedatabase.com. IMDB.com gives it a 9.2 star rating. And uh, the only other movie that has a 9.2 star rating is The Godfather. The movies behind it are The Dark Knight, The Godfather Part 2, 12 Angry Men, Schindler's List, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It tops all those movies. It is a fantastic film based on a uh, novella by Stephen King, my all-time favorite author. I would give the goaded movie The Shawshank Redemption. That's a good pick. Have you seen it? No. Okay. <laughs> I figured that was the case. But, I mean, you uh, you explained it, you know, well enough to where, all right, yeah, that sounds like a good movie. It's got the accolades, man. It's got the accolades. Listen, I'm going to get roasted for this. I just watched the original Top Gun for the first time the other night. Ooh, yeah. That'll get you roasted. Good movie. It Great is a good movie. movie. It's a very good movie. I can't movie. wait to watch Top Gun Maverick. Did you watch Top Gun because they had Top Gun night at the Traver game? Um... Honestly, no, but I think that was a, that was a great idea. Thought it was awesome. I just went home on net. My dad and I were like searching through Netflix and Top Gun popped up. I guess it was like only on there for one more day. So we were like, yo, screw it. Let's watch it. And then we're going to go to the movie theaters later this week and take in Top Gun Maverick. So I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, I'm excited to see it. By the way, the last thing I'm going to say about go to movies, this is insane. You know, we've talked about how, uh, greatness in sports and like a year of greatness and everything. This was a year of greatness in movies. 1994, The Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, and Pulp Fiction all came out, and they are all in the top 11 on IMDb.com. Dang. That is a lineup. That is a lineup. That's solid. All right, on to our next go-to topic. Dustin, I know you like ice cream. A big ice cream guy here. What is your favorite ice cream dessert? Ooh, my favorite ice cream dessert, dude, they're, listen, I like it. When I go to Dairy Queen, I've honestly got a new one, dude. It's called like Oreo dirt. What is it? Oreo dirt pie or something like that. It's got, it's got Oreos. It's got uh, little gummy worms in there. And, um, I don't know if there's cookie dough in it or not, but dude, it is solid. Oh, it's um, kind of like a fancy little, dirt cup. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a dirt cup. Okay. It's yeah. got little gummy worms in it. Yeah, you got I the gummy, gummy worms, worms, Oreos, you know. Yeah. I love, I love, listen, I love chocolate ice cream. I love Oreos. I love gummy worms. And when you throw all that into one cup, it is mm, chef's kiss. Mwah, mwah. Um, but my go-to, like, number one, if I'm really craving ice cream, is cookie dough ice cream. Dude, just a plain cookie dough ice cream. I love that cookie dough. Throw it in there. I need the little cookie dough balls and uh oh dude so good so good what's yours uh, i'm a simple man you know this i love just a plain ice cream sandwich okay ice cream sandwiches are great i love a good ice cream sandwich you can't go wrong i love oreos and it's the closest thing you can get to an oreo with ice cream so i'm going with the ice cream sandwich it is a solid pick i think and uh you just can't go wrong with it or like the ice cream cookies, like from the gas station. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I also awesome, do like dude. the push-up pops too, the orange sherbet. Yeah, push-ups. Or the one. What do they call the the drumsticks? Yeah, the drumsticks. Oh, what shows I watching? Oh yeah. So uh, Letter Kenny. I've told you about Letter Kenny a bunch of times. You still haven't watched yeah. it. Shorzy yeah. is uh, the hockey player in that, and they just did a, a spinoff. And like mm-hmm. after victories in that in that show, they uh, all the hockey players eat drumsticks. Love it. Big drumstick guys. <laughs> Love it. All right. Yeah, the Sadbury Blueberry the Sadbury Blueberry Bulldogs. That's their <laughs> that's their team name in that show. It's great. <laughs> Highly recommend watching it. It is absolutely funny. Shorzy is an absolute riot. It's it's really good. All the good all the good lines have too much profanity. I can't put them on the show. But <laughs> good stuff. All right, our last topic. This one's a hard one, Dustin. Best Uh-oh. The GOAT 90s NBA uniform. Toronto Raptors. That's a good one. Toronto Raptors because Vince Carter, dude, Vince Carter did his best work in the 90s Raptors jersey. He did good Um, and in the early 2000s Raptors. The Raptors, until they ditched the purple, had the best uniforms like year in and year out. Those were so slick, dude. 
Um, yeah, I there. I was looking up pictures earlier because I was like, dude, like '90s jerseys. Because there were so many good jerseys. I was so like, many I good ones. One that I really liked. I really, really, really like the uh, Toronto Raptors one. Um, Tracy McGrady. He also got yep. his start in that Raptors jersey. Yep. And Tracy McGrady, one of the goats. He got left off of the NBA '75. By the way, Unreal. that is a horrible decision. He was Kobe level for like a four-year yes. span. Yes. Absolutely. He was one of the best scorers in the game for like, uh, probably like at least three years in his career. He was one of the best scorers in the game. Tracy McGrady was in those shiny magic uniforms too. Yeah, he, he was. He had the best drip. He was. He was incredible. I love Tracy McGrady. T-Mac is one of my all-time favorites. He's a dude. I need to add one of his autograph cards to my collection. There's a you should You should watch. He was on uh, Pardon My Take not too long ago. And he had a really good interview, and he talked about like um, how him and Tim Duncan were supposed to team up. Oh, interesting! They um, they eventually teamed up, kind of. Yeah, but uh, but like originally, when Tim Duncan was a free agent, like they thought they had him locked in, and last second he went back to Greg Popovich. Was that and, in Orlando uh, or Houston? Um, I want to say, I'm not sure actually. Um. Let me look. Keep talking. Keep talking. Yeah. So um, my goat uniform would be the uh, the teal Vancouver Grizzlies uniforms. Uh, okay. So I don't know if you you're familiar with them, but uh, the days of Mike Bibby, Sharif Abdurrahim, uh, Big Country. So they you got the teal and it says Vancouver Grizzlies in that. Retro Grizzlies font. You got the big Grizzly on the shorts with the ball in its hand. And then you also have some Kodiak signs uh, all over the the um, the trim of the jersey in white while uh, it's on a black trim. Those are those are absolutely awesome. They and I believe if I'm correct, the Vancouver Grizzlies came into the league at the in the same year the Toronto Raptors did. And if that's okay. the case, they debuted some of the absolute best uniforms. So yeah, nineteen. Oh yeah, along with the Toronto Raptors. So we. So the NBA debuts two teams, and they have the best '90s uniforms. That that right there, that's incredible. So so I figured it out. It was the Orlando Magic. Okay. Um, there was some contention as to whether then Orlando Magic coach Doc Rivers' policy against wives and girlfriends on the team playing led to Tim Duncan's decision to return to the uh, San Antonio Spurs. That's right. So Tracy McGrady was like, um, you know, Tim Duncan, you know, obviously very happy with his wife. He wanted his wife to go to away games with them, right? Like on the plane. And Doc Rivers was like, you can go, she can go to some of them, but she can't go to them all. And Tracy McGrady was like, dude, a guy like Tim Duncan, you give him whatever he wants. If you if he wants it, what Tracy McGrady was like, dude, what is so wrong with Tim Duncan's wife riding on the plane with them? Yeah, he's like, the dude just wants to be with this family. And like <laughs> Tracy McGrady is like, bro, like if Tim Duncan would have came to Orlando with him and uh, Grant Hill as well, because this was in 2000 imagine imagine what that team could have been like that would have been huge that would have been good would team have been huge good team right there but uh yeah doc rivers would not allow tim duncan to bring his wife to every away game so that's why he did not sign with him and he went back to san antonio and that's why doc rivers has one ring and he's in philadelphia now yep yep l he stinks plus ratio yeah my my Vancouver Grizzlies pick, along with the Toronto Raptors pick, I think those are pretty good. Coming into the league together, um, you said Tracy McGrady got his start in the Raptors jersey. Yep. Technically, Steve Francis did, but he was traded because he refused to play in Vancouver. <laughs> but little known fact, I don't know if a lot of people know that. I don't know what the listenership on our podcast is when it comes to the age, but they might remember that. But another thing, Tracy McGrady and Steve Francis were traded for each other. In the big Magic and Houston Rockets trade. So just mm. tying everything together, baby. It all ties together. Everything ties together. Mr. Bruce. All right. I think that's a good ending to the episode. I do too. I think that was great. Um, shout out to our new peeps in Arizona, Phoenix, and Tucson. 
Thank you for listening. Great area down there. I've been to both cities. I, I love it down there. I wish I could live there. It's incredible. So shout out to you guys for listening. And uh, go Diamondbacks and in Tucson, go go Sugar Skulls. I'm a I'm an indoor football fan. Yo, also shout out to the Philippines. Big shout out to the Philippines. Global. They're they're now on board with the outside scoop. It's global. We're we're prestige worldwide. Worldwide. We we're outside prestige. scoop worldwide, baby. We are. Love it. Let's get into the episode. Shout out to y'all. Thank you so much for all the new listeners. Um, the Scotty Millard podcast killed it on Apple. Um, which shout is, out which to is Scotty. Awesome. Great guest. We love you, Scotty. Check out his podcast, The Scotty No Show. We'll probably be on it one of these days. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. You never, you never know. All right. Let's wrap this baby up. We'll see you next time. Episode 21 coming out on Monday. Friday. Monday? Are we not doing Friday anymore? Is that just a one time thing? That was a one time thing until we get approved for three times a week. Oh, oh, we haven't been approved. Nope. Big Brother has not approved us yet. All right. But we will be having a big guest in the next couple weeks, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Outside Scoop, we out.